Welcome to the F&B Podcast. I am Sahith. And I am Arya. So today's topic is something that may hit the hearts of many of you because it's something that a lot of people do, and it is whether playing sports as a child is actually good for you, or another view on it, is letting your child play sports a good thing. Um, firstly, before I say anything, me and Sahith both play sports at extremely high levels. He Sahith and I. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, I play high-level soccer. He plays high-level tennis, so we've been through it. Uh, we are in high school, so we've been we've been through the whole experience. We're still going through it, and so anything we say right now is pretty accurate, I would think. And so, yeah, just keep that in mind the whole time. We are not some some hypocrites who just sit on our phones the whole day. Uh, we actually do this every day. So. Anyway, it's always been said that these youth sports can cause a lot of stress and the stress is bad for you and it's destructive for the development of your child and therefore you should just let them just study all day, they'll become some genius. So today we're going to decipher if what has been said about child sports is fact or if they're bull. Um, And we hope that you see a different point of view, we hope you see things the way we do. So let's go through an overview of what people say about sports well, as a child. They say it's a stressful thing. They say there's a lot of competition, uh, so on and so forth. They say there's a lot of bias. Well, I hate to break it to you, but that is the real world. There's a lot of bias. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of unfairness. Life will not go how you want it to. So actually exposing your children to sports at a young age will teach them more than just being athletic. It will teach them how to be winners in life. Um, A brief overview of things we're going to go over today. We're going to go over how many kids in in America play sports and the effects of this. We're going to talk about possible obesity if you neglect sports. We're going to talk about the effects of stress and you may see that stress is not all bad. And we're going to talk about other things, our personal experiences. Me and Sahai, of course, will ask each other questions. And we live this life, we live this life of playing high-level sports so we can answer questions. Uh, we play both club and high school sports, so we know what we're talking about. So, Sahid, is there anything you want to say before we get started? Uh, I think you got it all. So. Okay. So, let's just start off how many kids in the U.S. play sports. Um, according to hss.edu, about 60 million children ages 6 to 18, so just teens from all different babies to teens, participate in like organized sports, so that may be club, high school, both. Um, and only 25% are specialized, and this is a surprising number because you would expect a lot of kids to be specialized, but they're not. That's a little off topic, but I just thought that was interesting. Um, and a lot of these kids, if you're playing for so long, you are very, um, very competitive and you're playing at a high level. Um, Increasingly, kids are training year-round and often are multiple teams uh, as it's becoming more and more, it's evolving out of just being a hobby and it's becoming more like a lifestyle. Um, And we'll talk about that. So kids who play sports as a child also have less of a risk to uh, be obese. Uh, A study according to healthland.time.com says that about 40% of kids that didn't play sports became obese, whereas 20% who played three or more sports played um, 
three, three or more sports, uh, there's only 20% that became obese, 25% of people who played two or more sports became obese, and 31% of people who played one or more sport. Again, 40% is a large number considering we're talking about all the teens in America. Uh, Sahith wants to say something. I think it's important to note that these 20%, 25 and 31%, that's if you're not like specialized in that sport. That's like if you just go out once every two weeks and just like hit a tennis ball for like 10 minutes or like 30 minutes to an hour and call it a day. That's what they're um, shooting for when they put these statistics out there, just to clarify. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the statistic is very deceiving because I can guarantee you for kids who are actually specialized in a sport, such as Sahith and I, where we like practice hours a day, I can guarantee you the obesity rate is near nearing maybe one or two percent. The only chance that kids like us would be obese is because of a genetic factor, and of course you can't really control that. Um, as Sahith said, going deeper into that, so I'm going to ask you a question, Sahith. Mm -hmm. So if someone, if a teen is to play a sport, do you think that it's okay just to play it for fun and just to kind of get out, like you said, once every two weeks? Or do you think if they're going to play it, they should really put everything they've got into it? Well, I mean, that's kind of up to the individual um, themselves. But I think in terms of myself, that playing a sport competitively and pouring your entire heart um, and soul into it, um, putting your blood, sweat, and tears, no matter even if you, even if it causes you to have a lot of stress, um, and that stress carries into your schoolwork and um, personal life, let's say, I think that, personally, I think that stress is good for you. I actually like that stress. It helps me push forward, move forward, do the next thing. So I think that actually helps me as a motive. Uh, it motivates me. But that's just speaking for me. And I think it would be good for kids to specialize in a sport and work hard at it. I mean, of course, you can have some sports where you just play for... I mean, of course, all sports are for fun. I, I think we're, we should specify that or um, clarify that before we move on but when I say competitively I mean like compete in tournaments or comp uh, play for a team a competitive team and then playing for fun is like playing with your family or something or your friends uh, once in a while and that's completely fine I'm just saying in order um, you should probably have at least one that you specialize in and I think yeah that's my answer so that's interesting that you find stress, I know stress can be good for you, that is our next topic we'll talk about, but I just want to go back to that. So let's say you're prepping for a tennis match, a big tennis match, let's say a finals of a tournament. You feel stressed. Now, me included, I know anyone would think, well, won't that stress just get to you? Won't it cause you to play worse? How do you use this stress and funnel it to do better? Because a lot of us out there, including me, I get nervous before soccer matches and I tend to let that stress kind of take over me and I end up playing worse, so I need to calm myself down. So I'm curious to see how just raw stress can make you feel better. So how do you do it, Sahai? Um, yeah, so basically I, I take, uh, obviously I, I get stressed before a match or a tournament. I kind of use that to do better, to motivate myself saying there's no need to be, I'm, I mean, you're naturally going to be stressed, but I say get over the stress, just play loose, play your game. And I kind of use the stress as a motivator to say, 
okay, I'm going to have the stress. I'm going to use that, use that in, into my, um, apply it to my game, and maybe it'll help my me play better. So, yeah, I think for me, it, obviously, it's a personal thing. I don't think everybody feels like this. But what I do think is that everybody should take stress in a positive way. If you're feeling stressed, don't think of the negative effects it has on you, but really think about the positive effects it has on you, such as like pushing yourself to do better, pushing yourself to calm down and get rid of that stress and do better because you have that stress. So yeah, uh, I'm curious, Santi, do you feed off the stress that way or do you? is it mostly negative for you? Well, for me, before a match or a tournament, I'll feel on the car right there even, I'll start getting so stressed that I start feeling drowsy and I'll almost fall asleep. Uh, but the funny thing is, as soon as the referee blows the whistle and the game starts, all that stress kind of evaporates. So I really don't think it affects my game. So what I said earlier was not totally accurate. I don't think the stress affects my game. However, it just takes a toll on me because those hours, even days leading up to a game, I just cannot take my mind off of it and I get really stressed. However, we're going to learn that this stress, even if you don't cope with it in a great way like Sahi does, this stress can actually be good for you. So, good stress, well stress is just the natural part of our lives as Sahi says. Um, and there's a lot of stressors in our life, stressor being things that aggravate stress such as a match, a game, a tournament, a big test, things such as that. So we'll stick to tournament and match because it's a sports team today. So these things like games, sports, it can trigger the stress called eustress, and eustress is actually a good type of stress. And stress, this eustress releases hormones into our bloodstream that can actually um, enhance our performance. Uh, we get adrenaline rides or adrenaline rushes, so we get norepinephrine, epinephrine. We get serotonin, we get dopamine, we get all types of um, hormones that are rushed into our bloodstream, and this can actually help our brain chemistry to perform better. Um, let's say we have a big match coming up in a week. The stress that we're going to feel is going to motivate us to do better and practice more and more so that we don't feel let down when the match comes by. Um, so stress can be really good for us. Now there is bad stress. Bad stress is worse just... There's many types of stress. Um, one type of Freudian theory about stress is there's free-floating stress, which is where we don't really know the cause, and that is not good stress because that's just chronic stress that can just linger around and not feel, make you feel nice. So let's say you're just you're going through life, you don't have any games or anything stressful coming up, but you just still feel stress all the time. That is not good stress. Um, this stress, there are ways to treat it: medication, um, therapy, um, yoga, things like that. Even playing aerobic exercise in sports can reduce the stress. Um, so there definitely is a difference between good stress and bad stress, but if you are playing a sport that you are really invested in, you will feel the good stress. Um, and then there's also the people that play for fun, they probably feel no stress, and they're still getting exercise. You know, uh, even if you're playing once every two weeks, you're still getting out there and you won't feel any stress because it's just a purely fun thing. You'll look forward to it, and hopefully it'll motivate you to play more. So yeah, I have a question. So do you think, uh, a yes or no question, uh, answer, that stress is good for your child to have in middle school or high school or whenever? Yes, I do think it's good. Okay, explain why. Well, as we said before, the real world is not a forgiving place. 
And so this stress that children experience in their childhood can really teach them a lot. It can teach them how to deal with bad stress. It can teach them to motivate themselves, etc. Um, so I think these skills are needed in life to survive the real world. So I think that stress is good. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's actually necessary. Uh, stress is necessary for a good amount of stress is necessary for your child to, or for for a child to develop properly and face the real world in the future. And I think it's also, it, it also teaches the child lessons that aren't like, blat- like uh, clearly taught in um, like some things in like manners, for example. It's not something like that someone else can teach you how to deal with. It's something that you, over time, you experience it and you learn yourself. And I think that it's really necessary for a child to develop, um, to de- um, have stress and cope with the stress. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so do you have anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I think it's also important to note that a lot of kids like commit suicide because they have too much stress or are very anxious and they, they have they struggle in school because they're going they have so much stress i mean i can i can understand that stress but i think um you can maybe explain that a little better since you're doing psychology so like can you expand on that so the stress you are talking about is the bad type of stress it's not the stress that kind of makes you say come on i got this come on come on it's the stress that kind of makes you feel like um I'm useless, I'm good for nothing. And this stress can usually come from your own failures. And if you take your own failures wrong, then it can cause this type of stress. So another lesson is that you should only grow stronger from your failures. You should just forget the past because you can't really change it. However, a lot of teenagers especially, they tend to, um, they tend to dwell on their past. And this can cause these negative thoughts. And these negative thoughts can cause stress. And so obviously there is suicide because of maybe even teen sports. But I think if you're playing a sport for so many years and you still haven't developed a stronger, strong enough mind to deal with it, I don't think sports is for you. Uh, so if you've been playing, I don't know, let's say basketball since you were five and it's you're 17 years old and you still feel like killing yourself because you played bad, I think that is more of a you problem. That is not a sports problem because if you haven't learned to mature after all those years, then you should not have even been playing sports in the first place. Like I said, sports is not a place where you can have a frail mind. Obviously, no one comes into playing sports being a tough guy already, but half of getting good at sports is getting good at having thick thick skin. You can't let what other people say define you. And so if you're letting what people say define you, then again, like I said, sports is not for you. Um, So I'm going to ask you something, Sahith. Do you think it's appropriate for parents to put excessive pressure on their children to perform well in sports? Well, with the word excessive on it, that means it's too much, right? I mean, that already answers its own question. But some may argue that this excessive, um, excessive pressure may create, like, a super athlete of sorts, because how do these professional athletes even come to be if they don't have extreme pressure on them? I mean, of course, there has to be some kind of standard, some kind of um, 
some amount of um, pressure that the parents put on the child, but I don't, there's of course a limit. Like you can't just excessively um, enforce and cause so much stress and enforce these kind of things on your child, but there is a limit and there is a sweet spot in um, how much you should. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, it's basically it. There, you shouldn't do it too much. There's kind of a sweet spot and you can kind of find that sweet spot based on the child's personality and how they're currently dealing with stress. So yeah, and a question I have for you is, so for like taking out sports for just a second, what about stress? Like a child, a kid is getting bullied in school. He and he's has a lot of um, exams and tests coming up. He's playing, let's say, sports competitively. He has tournaments coming up. He he's being bullied, as I said, and he's he's dealing with a lot of stress. It, how do you think that he can recover from this? Do you think that he can use that stress as um, a motivator? I mean, I think some of it, yes. Like when you're thinking, well, let's say you're doing your studying for your exams, and you start thinking of um, the stress of the stress. Um, you start thinking of the exam that you're gonna have, or the sorry, you start thinking about the tournament you're gonna have. That, I think, is avoidable. You should not think about the tournament you have. Instead, focus only on the studying for the schoolwork. This will help you. You'll actually be more confident, and the stress for that schoolwork will go down because you've studied so well. And of course, you'll have some natural stress, but this will really help. So I think staying in the moment and focusing on what you're doing is really helpful. And I think that's something a lot of kids... Um, they're ignorant to it and they let's say they're doing their homework and then they start thinking about their tennis tournament or whatever they whatever sports or other things they're dealing with they start thinking about that then both their they start getting more stressed about the other thing and their homework or whatever studying goes down it's less effective so that's how I think you would do it so how do you think you would, uh, or how do you think people should cope with it do you think they should like cut down on the amount of things they're doing um, yeah, so what do you think? So are you asking, are you asking me how you think the child will react? Like if they have stress about a test or what do you ask? Um, can you rephrase the question, I guess? Yeah, so let's say a child has a lot of things going on. He has a band concert coming up. He has m many exams. He's being bullied in school. He has a, um, a some kind of sports tournament coming up. Yeah, there's a lot of stress um, coming from his um, parents, his parents are imposing a lot of stress on him. Um, how do you think he should cope with this? Like for a student athlete kind of person who's dealing with so much stuff, and let's say he has a speech to make for um, his student um, president or student council, like how do you think he should deal with this? Should he start taking things off his to-do list kind of, I guess you could put it? Or should he somehow just stick with it and keep pushing and do what I, like I said, like stay in the moment and think about what you're doing. So how do you think they should react to that? Because I think a lot of people have different views on this. Well, first of all, if he's getting bullied, we'll start there. That's probably a cause for a lot of the negative stress he has. So for that, he said, he said he should seek help for the bullying. For the rest of it, 
I would say stick with it as long as you can. But if it seems like sticking with everything that you've got going on is going to hinder the performance of another, this is just me personally, I would start kind of ordering the things you have in terms of importance and giving more importance to the things that are more important to you. Let's say the speech is to get some scholarship, but the tournament is just any other tournament that'll maybe raise your ranking a bit. I would prioritize the speech and then worry about the tournament later. Like you said, live in the moment. I would, I'm not saying you should drop it. I'm just saying maybe pay a little less attention to what you think is not that important and just grind through what you think is really giving you the most stress. Like, I think we, me and you both experienced this because we you and have... I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you and I both experienced this because we may have some big exam and then we may have a tournament the following weekend. Again, me personally, I don't know about tennis because, you know, it's a solo sport, but for soccer, I would definitely prioritize the exam over the uh, tournament because I feel like the exam is something I control, that's my fate. The tournament's kind of, you know, it's my team. I can just work hard with them. So again, I, my basically, I'm basically saying is, if there's negative stress in your life caused by like something like bullying, then obviously get help for that. And then whatever stress is left, you can solve by ordering the, the importance of whatever is causing you stress. So that's my answer. Do you agree or do you disagree or? Yeah, I agree. And, um... Yeah, I think that that pretty much answers the question. So kind of back on the sports, do you think, so So you think, um, just to make it completely clear, that the positive things that um, the stress of sports brings upon the child trumps the negative things the stress brings upon the child playing sports? Definitely. Oh, yeah. So I think we can agree on that one. Okay, so I now have a question for you. So as we know, a lot of kids start a sport at a young age and they love it at first and they stick with it for multiple, multiple years. But let's say, so let's say this kid started playing basketball at the age five. He stuck with it, played it, grinded it out. Now he's 16. He's slowly losing love for the sport and considers quitting completely. What do you tell a kid like this that just lost complete love for a sport? Because Often when a kid like this who is so committed to a sport just leaves it, they really have nothing in life that gives them happiness anymore. So what do you tell this kid that feels like quitting a lifelong hobby? Well, first of all, I would try to encourage the kid to try to find that love he had for the game again. And I would tell him like that if he stops playing, he's really going to lose out on something. And that if he truly does still love it, and it comes, it comes back to him, it's gonna hit him super hard later, and he's in the future, and he's gonna regret that like a lot in the future. So I would tell him to really think about it, really try to find that love again if he can, and if he really wants to stop, it's just causing too much stress, and he's not, he doesn't even like doing it. Then of course I'd say, okay, just drop it, and because there's no point in doing something when you don't love doing that thing, especially if it has neg some sort of negative impact on you. So it's really just, it's unnecessary if you truly don't love that thing anymore. But I also have to add, I really doubt that this person or this kid would um, 
lose interest for um, a sport that he had loved for such a long time. I mean, at that moment, yes, he might be going through a lot. He might be like, uh, I hate, what do you say? Was it basketball? basketball? Yeah, I hate basketball. It's, um, it's, it's just, it's just it's so much of an add-on. I have homework and everything. I just can't take it anymore. And it might be a momentary thing. Like it might be for like three months. He's just like, God, I just hate basketball. And he really has to take that in consideration. Do I just hate it because I'm going through so much, or do I hate it because I actually just hate the game? And then I would say if he's if it's the second option that he just hates the game, then yeah, just um, hang up the jersey and just move on. But just if it's the first option where he just is going under so much stress and he's just taking it out on, he's kind of taking it out on um, his love for basketball, then I'd stay, stick with it, um, grind through it for like three more months or however long. And then you'll eventually, after all that other stress maybe goes away, you'll find the, lo uh, the love for the sport again. And yeah, you won't regret it, regret stopping playing the sport in the future which would be really just terrible. So yeah, I think that's, what, what is your, um, what would you say to that kid? Um, I would say something very similar to what you said. If the reason he's losing love for the game is because he's going through a lot, let's say maybe he got cut from a team, he got, yeah, rejected from a team, he didn't make the team. I would say keep grinding through it because that is only momentary. They have tryouts every year. So, like you said, if it's just something that he's going through because, and therefore he's taking the hit on his love for the game, then I would say, yeah, uh, just keep grinding through it. But if he truly hates the game for some odd reason, because I just don't think that can happen, for some odd reason, let's say he's been only playing because his parents have been forcing him to and he just can't take it anymore. If you really feel that bad, badly about basketball to the point where it's causing you stress every day to just go to practice then I would say just drop it because it is not worth that it's the, the risk outweighs the reward by far um so going into this topic I just have a question for you Sahith have you ever I know you've not probably never felt like okay I'm gonna quit tennis I hate this sport but have you ever had have you ever felt like man why do I play this sport why do I do this to myself have you ever had those moments or is it always come on let's go like after a loss, like I can get better. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think um, I've ever thought like, gosh, I'm just gonna quit. I'm like terrible, like that kind of typical mindset you kind of hear. But I don't think I was ever like that. But there were some times as um, where I was like, like I wish I just wasn't here. I wish I was just home at this moment. And then that that a feeling kind of fades away as time goes on like the next day I'm feeling like well I mean I was just it was just because I was in a bad moment I mean I really don't want to do that so yeah I think I felt that before and going back to like earlier where I was talking about how I like stress another thing like how I cope with it is and turn it into something positive is I think a lot of people take advantage of like mundane normal um, normality and everyday um, reality and how everyday people go through life and I think we kind of um, we don't really uh, appreciate how how we live because there's a lot of people out there who don't have things like this so that's another thing when I'm stressed about some kind of 
in a way trivial, but in a way not that so trivial tournament or match. I just think to myself, there's no, this is just unnecessary stress. There's no point. People are going through so much more. People are about to die. They're like on the brink of death. And like, I, that's one thing. I, that's another way I cope with stress and turn it into something positive. Like, come on, use this stress to get over these feelings. And imagine after the, after the match how, how good you're going to feel. Getting over stress, perhaps winning, even if losing the match. It's it's all fine. It's all over. You're fine. It's it's just back to regular, mundane normality, and that's kind of like, that's another way I use it. I mean, do you use it? Do you kind of go through stress like that or no? Uh yeah, I do. But like you said, I'm. I'll be thinking to myself, why am I scared over a soccer game, or why am I scared over a test when, I know people who would be dying just to be in my situation to have a soccer game or have the opportunity to go to school and take a test. Uh, so I just kind of think to myself, it's stupid to stress like this, and it usually helps. I'm not saying it takes the entire stress away because, again, we can't, for me at least, I the, some stress still lingers because I'm still like, okay, but you still have a game. It still lingers, but it definitely, this, this type of uh, thought process definitely does help reduce the stress. And so, yeah, I think I think that's a great way to cope with it. Um, anything you would like to talk about? Uh, I think that brings it to an end. So I think we'll just close with the final statement that, yes, sports are actually good for your um, child. Even if they um, cause stress, the stress can be used for, um, can be used in positive ways. And of course, it'll come with some negative things, but your child will um, mature and realize that and use this as a way to survive in the future in the real world. And I think in the long term, it'll have a positive effect on your child, as long as it's not complete torture for your child. But yeah, I think in the long term, it'll have a positive effect on your child, and it definitely definitely trumps the negative um, effects that stress has at that moment. And is that basically your closing statement? Uh, yeah, it is. But I'll say one thing. If you... If you are pro- like a competitive bowler, you're not an athlete. I'd like to leave it at that. And with that, we are the F&B <laughs> Podcast. I hope you join us next time where we'll be talking about more interesting things. Uh, see you later.